Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter himself, Ryan MK. That is right. Welcome back. Thank you once again for joining, and I hope you all are checking out my Twitter, all my content. Well, to be honest, past few weeks, not a lot of content, huh? Some some miscellaneous debris pod, but on that, not a lot. Been a little down on the social media lately. It just really, it just it. I think it was a buildup over the past several months. Everything going down. You just you know, election after the election, just. And then, you know, I do fantasy football analysis, which, by the way, new podcast dropped today as well, right alongside this one. The debut of my new fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Wonderland. That's right. So if you're into that sort of thing, well, make sure to check the fuck out, right? But other than that, get into the fantasy football stuff and where the Super Bowl is over when the off season. And even fantasy football Twitter is just getting to me a little bit. I think it just it really is just social media in general. But I've also had some stuff going on personally. And I've had what I feel like is just some sort of kind of mental block, a creative block, trying it it just not sure. Something was going on in the brains there, you know. <laughs> Which can happen. I am the mad chatter after all. There's usually some stuff's going on in the brain. But this is a little bit different. <clears throat> but we persevered, we pushed through that. And now we're good. Now we're good. Great as a matter of fact, here at the House MK, and ready to roll. And I've got plenty of stuff coming up as far as content-wise. So make sure you're following me on the Twitter, on the Instagram, at RMK Madness. That's right. Speaking of perseverance, the Mars rover, NASA's rover, dubbed Perseverance, landed on Mars safely, and that's freaking awesome. It's freaking awesome. Because I do. I do. Love me some Mars. I love space. Just space stuff in general. Right? It's great stuff. I love it. It just It's fascinating for me. That, that's why I love this Discovery Plus stuff. Because it's just, it's got all the space shit. Because <laughs> I love that stuff. I love learning more, and I, I know quite a bit, but I, I still can learn from that because even our scientists who know everything there is to know, they're still finding out new shit, and that's what's so fascinating. There's still so much to learn for all of us to learn, and not just the idea of you know intelligent life elsewhere, but just space in general, the different planets, all the different things they find. It's just it's, it's crazy to me. Our true higher power. The fucking universe. Some scary shit. But it's really cool. There's some really cool stuff I saw with Perseverance. And really I was going to save this for later in the pod. 
But I just had to get right into it because it is fascinating. There's a nice little video clip just scanning Mars. And it's just awesome to see. Like, that's another fucking planet. It's fucking insane. Fucking insane. Just, just, just it all blows my mind. And it, it, it baffles me that more people do not find this stuff mind-blowing. I don't know. I don't get it. <sighs> From perseverance to obsession, <laughs> my three-year-old is currently obsessed with Cars 3, the movie. You know, and I and I, I I quite enjoy those movies. I mean, I do feel that uh, over time, cartoons have done a really wonderful job of of not only appeasing the kids more and throwing in lessons and things like that, but also throwing in you know shit for us adults. And I do really like the Cars movies. I think most of the Pixar stuff is pretty good. But I remember my six year old. He went through a period of time where. When Cars 3 had just come out, he was big into Cars 1, and he was getting into those movies, and I, I went through a bit of a shopping binge, buying him all the different cars, because in Cars 3, they have this part with a demolition derby. And the, the Cars characters in this demolition derby part are fucking great. There's this dude like Ben in the side, and his name's T-Bone. There's a guy who's like bent, <laughs> like curved, and his name's Taco. Like, it's it, it just... I love this world of cars. It's really cool. And this whole demolition derby shit is great. And so, obviously, the boy's super into it. I'm getting him the cars, and we get a nice collection. And, man, we got tons of mileage out of those with him. And now the three-year-old is obsessed. And the three-year-old does this thing where, he, I don't know if he's going to be an actor or something someday, but he, like, studies things when he's watching. And he can, like, if he acts... A character or something out if he acts a zombie out or something a character from minecraft or something he does it to the t just spot on and so now he's got these cars and we've got the the demolition derby set like the little uh it's not a rink the track <laughs> and then a bunch of those the derby cars and he's just like almost as if from memory replaying the goddamn part of the movie with his toys. It just, the, the kids blow my mind. And speaking of movie obsessed, whew, I saw the new uh, trailer for, or the trailer, you know, for the new Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> it's so exciting. Only thing that could have made it better if it, is if they would have had the Sonia, you know the theme song. <laughs> but I, I tell you, I saw the fucking original when I was younger in the goddamn movie theater five times. I was obsessed with it. Me and my buddy Hemingway. We just kept we kept going back and back. This is Asian dude Hemingway. He was the shit. He's my neighbor. Became good friends. Shared a passion for the Mortal Kombat, obviously. Five fucking times. <laughs> that was not the only movie I saw 
five times, though. I saw the original Jurassic Park five times. I used to do that with movies, man. When I really got into... I, I still do that now. When I really get into something, I kind of overdo it a little bit. But the original Jurassic Park and the original Mortal Kombat, five times each. I remember the first time I saw the first Jurassic Park. It was late night with my dad. And I know I've talked about this quite a few times on uh, different pods, previous pods. But my dad had this thing where he used to, you know, my mom would go to bed and my brothers were in bed and he'd let me sneak out my room and come watch TV with him. And it was great. And some might say not the greatest parenting, but I, my mom was a little stricter about stuff. And I think, um, you know, my dad could tell I was kind of getting left behind. You know, all my friends knew about all this stuff and I didn't. And I had constantly way too many questions. And, and you know, it was, it was kind of embarrassing at school and stuff. And I, and I think in a way my dad was trying to help me out by kind of, you know, teaching me some things and and he also had the idea that when he approached things like that it was like hey better if he's getting into this kind of stuff better him first see it with me so that you know with knowledge and wisdom as a parent I can guide him and answer questions and things like that as opposed to you know him learning it all from his jerk off friends so I kind of respect and admire what my dad did in that respect but, yeah, at times, I was up a little late on a school night, probably not the greatest for a kid, what, 10, 10, 11 years old. Probably not the greatest idea, but it is what it is. And there was a lot of late night time. I saw Tombstone in the theater. That was another one of those midnight showings. That was a lot of fun. But my dad, it did. I got a lot of my book and movie knowledge from him. You know, that's how I got into a lot of... I got into Die Hard and, and Lethal Weapon, Aliens, Predator. Got into my book knowledge, you know. Stephen King. I remember reading Cujo in The Stand. Fairly young. And then Jurassic Park got me into Michael Crichton. Sphere, Congo. Oh, those are good goddamn books. The Andromeda Strain. May he rest in peace, Michael Crichton. Great author. It's too bad he's gone. It's a great, great mind for creating stories and adding, like, truth and true shit to it. You know, like, it. he tried to add in the science aspect, and I always loved that. I always loved that. But I try and do the same thing with my kids. You know, I try, I try and, you know, they... They both seem to get a little ahead of themselves, you know. They get into a little stuff that's probably a little outside of their age range. But I kind of trust them with it because I'm here to explain it and help them if they have questions. Kind of following in my dad's path in that regard. And I really like to get them into some of this. I can't wait to share Game of Thrones with them someday. <laughs> I know I got a ways to go. Because that one's good. Yeah, that one, I got to wait a while before I... <laughs> but they get, they, they've got into, you know, Ghostbusters and, and, and Goonies. And, and like, they, they're into some cool shit. They like Avengers and X-Men. Transformers. 
started getting a little bit into the Lord of the Rings. I spoke on that previously. Harry Potter. Been doing that. So good stuff. Trying to pass that down. Trying to pass, you know, all sorts of knowledge down to my kids. And I got to pass down some knowledge to my oldest one now. He's 20, soon to be 21. But he's had a little bit of a struggle adjusting to adult life. And I don't blame him. Uh, I think the only reason I didn't struggle more than I did is because, well, I was a teenage parent with him. And I kind of had to figure it out as quickly as possible. I basically, it's one of those you get thrown into the fire. You either figure it out or you burn alive. You know, throw you into the pool. You sink or swim. (laughs) So I had to fucking swim and learn how to swim real quick. So I didn't sink. And things have been a little tougher for him. And one one of the things that he's really you know, wanting to do now is him and his his girlfriend. They want to get, you know, into a little bit of a healthier diet and eating better. And they just, neither one of them have done much cooking. So I decided I can help you out. Because if there's one thing, uh, one thing for sure, people could say all day long, your fantasy football knowledge sucks. You're not funny. Your podcast sucks. They could talk all the shit they want. I know how to fucking cook. Okay. Been doing it. 20 plus years I can cook. So I'm going to make some cooking with mad chatter videos. Yes, for my son. That I will also also post online on social media. Why? Because they're going to be fun. Now, it's not going to be anything, you know, extravagant. You know, there's no fine dining or anything like that. Simple piece of cake meals for my 20-something son No, I'm not that goddamn old teen parent. Like I said, I am going to make simple meal videos that are fun. Of course, do them in in my way, the way, only the way the mad chatter can. And that'd be all for all to enjoy as well. So for anybody who might have teenage 20 something kids and they they want a little cooking advice. Well, they just send them on my way. That's right. Cooking with the Mad Chatter, coming to you soon. (sighs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So since we last spoke, there's been some other goings-on, right? Apparently. Trump's going to get back into the public eye at some point soon. Oh, joy. This should be interesting. (laughs) Texas, poor fucking Texas. I mean, I know. In a way, it's kind of hard to feel sorry for them. Some of the shit they did to to themselves. But it's not like it's everybody. Because that is one thing. I saw on social media. It's it's not like every Texan. Okay. So, we got to give some of these people a fucking break. Give Texas a little bit of a break. Their leadership is shit, as can be seen by Cancun Cruz. <laughs> and this motherfucker has the audacity to be, you know, indignant and 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 surprised by the outrage. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness, Mr. Cruz, Mr. Cruz. 
Some people just hate seeing me have fun. You were having fun? Other people was freezing. Like, you hear the stories. 11-year-old kid. Frozen. Died of hypothermia. Was actually frozen. Died of hypothermia. That shit hurts your heart, right? You feel like this shit could have been prevented. No, Texas isn't used to that kind of weather. But they also, I I just, it feels like this is once again, this battle among politicians hurting the little people. And it drives me crazy that some don't see how these politicians manipulate people. I just, I don't, like, (laughs) they've got some people so twisted up they're thinking so fucked that AOC tweets about, because she was, you know, doing some fundraising and helping with Texas, tweeting about this, hey, helping Texans and all that, and talking about New York mindset, we're helping out Texas. And some guy had the nerve to respond, I'd rather freeze. You'd rather freeze to death than get help from someone just because they're a Democrat. Like, this is the kind of shit, and Trump, as quiet as he's been, this is, he's still, the, the, his presidency is going to have a ripple effects. And we should all be worried if he tries running again in 2024, since the impeachment didn't work. Now, I'd like to think some shit's going to happen between now and then that's going to not allow that. But when it comes down to it, what he's done, what he's accomplished is a bit terrifying because a lot of the shitty messaging that he stoked throughout his four years in office it's still rippling through today and it's it's staying prevalent in some ways dangerous stuff dangerous stuff also dangerous this new fucking COVID variant that's popping up in Cali. It's kind of like the one in UK. More contagious. More deadlier. They can't say how much. They're not sure, but it is. It does seem to be more contagious and deadlier. So we're not out of the woods yet. As much as people would like to be and want to pretend to be. We're, we're not even close still got to get people vaccinated and this new variant uh you know it's 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 kind of not having an issue with the antibodies the vaccine those are not attacking it the same this variant that's a little frightening And then to continue down that, the biggest fear that scientists have is that someone's going to get the both of them. Shit's going to merge, and then we're really going to have something fucked up to deal with. So, you know, people keep doing your thing. See, the problem is, is it's going to be, if these variants really start fucking shit up, it's probably going to start here. (laughs) 
because we're just absolutely awful as a country trying to unite to do this whole fight the COVID shit. Blows my mind. But, but I'm proud to be an American. At least I know I'm free. Free to not wear a mask to die. And take the life of the guy next to me. And I proudly stand up. <sighs> Trump really did a number on some of these fuckers, huh? <laughs> oh. But like I said, positive news, we landed on Mars. We're probably going to need that someday. <laughs> because we're probably going to need a new place to live. I mean, climate change is being ignored by half the fucking people on the planet, it seems. Unfortunately, that's a big fucking deal because this shit is real and it's serious. And it's just going to get worse. And we're going to have these crazy weather phenomenon. Then you hear about the fear of another pole reversal. Which scientists believe may have been the end of the Neanderthal. Was the pole reversal. Because it would cause such tra- dramatic weather events. And right now, particularly right now, that would be bad for us and Earth. Because, let's face it. That field is not as strong as it once was. Our atmosphere not as strong as it once was. Planet's in trouble. It's kind of scary as well, huh? And then this whole pole river. There's been some rapid movement of the North Pole, and that's worrisome. That's a potential predictor of a pole reversal. So it's... You're talking about some some dire consequences, you know. That's freaky. That's freaky. That's why. That's why we got to hurry up and get to Mars. I saw this one shit on Instagram. This is from one of the, you know, space accounts that I follow. But it was showing, like, in 20 years we should have like, maybe it wasn't 20, I can't remember the exact measurements of years, but in so many years, we're going to have the beginnings of colonization on Mars. And then eventually, there's going to be more, and it's like 10 years later, then it'll look like this, and it's going to be bigger, more more buildings and stuff, and then eventually it got to the last picture of the four And it looked like an enclosed city on top of Mars. With a guy flying around in a jetpack. I mean, it all sounds amazing. It all sounds amazing. I would would love, when I'm at the end of my life, if they got a spot on Mars, like, seriously, me and the wife, yeah, let's go retire on Mars. Sounds great. It's what we should do. (sighs) 
Mars. They won't let us, though, probably. Eh, they'd be like, no, 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 no. You old folks, you stay here on Earth. <laughs> Mars is for the new generations. But I really do love that space stuff. It, I, it, it just gets me. It hooks me. Recently watched Armageddon. That's a pretty good flick, I would say. That's another one where, just looking at that situation, man, like, holy shit. The fucking meteor. Now, the good news is, is that we have the technology to track those, you know, near-Earth objects, comets and asteroids and whatnot. And... This is good because we have a good chance of identifying an asteroid that may be approaching us in a potential, you know, collision. Now, let's hope if that ever happens, they got a good fucking plan of how to get us out of that situation. (laughs) Better than what they had in the movie Armageddon. Fucking big ass asteroid. Again, just goes back to my point. Space, the universe, all this shit is fucking crazy. And it baffles me that more people are blown away by the entirety of it all. But back to Armageddon. And moving away from space a little bit. Because I was thinking about when watching the movie Armageddon. I was thinking, it's a pretty good flick. But like, it's kind of like these types of action movies like are they really around anymore because it doesn't feel like the jerry bruckheimer john woo michael bay type of stuff like nicholas cage had all those flicks face off the rock gone in 60 seconds like there was a million of them that he was doing i do love the rock <laughs> some good shit sean connery may he rest in peace What's the part with the where you fuck the prom queen? Carly was the prom queen. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> and then somewhere along the way, he lost his damn mind. That Nicholas Cage. It's a damn shame. And now he's like a novelty, essentially. Because people buy pillows with his face on it and shit. His crazy ass face. I do. Oh, people. But I don't know what, ha- what happened to those movies. I guess Transformers, that's that kind of shit is still around. One of my old school favorite movies is Demolition Man. You've heard me talk about this before. And I found out they're in talks for Demolition Man too. What is going on here? I have to know. Now, Stallone's old as fuck. And all the uh, comebacks he's done for that, like Rambo and, and like, he just... I can't feel as if any of it's gone well. So it's hard to tell how a Demolition Man 2 would go. But, uh, of course, being such a fan of the first one, I am definitely interested. Why? Why the hell not? <laughs> and honestly, speaking of action, more, more action. BattleBots. We got BattleBots coming tonight. 
And we're going to get into it, really, BattleBots in general, a little more on the next pod. Because basically, I wanted to get through the first round because it's so many matchups and it would just be so much to talk about. But after tonight, round one of the BattleBots Championship Tournament will be over. And we'll get into round two. There will only be 16 bots left. And then we can kind of talk about that next week and preview it before we get into the new show. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was a little distracted because I'm also trying to find something on my phone. May I please yeah, have that, your that's attention? It. The that's store it. will be closing in five minutes. Five minutes or so. So you got the battle bots. And then, you know me, huge fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and my wife as well now. We've got a full weekend of badass wrestling. Friday night, we got the uh, New Beginning in USA show. John Moxley versus Kenta for the United States Championship. That's right. And then Saturday and Sunday, you have the Castle Attack shows. Now, I'm a little worried about this because two of my guys, Naito and Hiromu Takahashi, both got hurt. So I don't know if they're going to be able to compete this weekend. Hopefully. Hopefully. But good shows nonetheless. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And honestly, I've also seen the preview for this show Snowpiercer. If anybody's seen that, hit me up on the Twitters. Let me know how that shit is, at, again, at RMK Madness. Let me know what that's like because it looks awesome. It looks fun. It looks fun. It looks right up my goddamn alley. You know what I mean? Ugh. Snowpiercer. Gonna have to check it out. Gonna have to check it out. For sure. For sure. But all right. All right, all right, all right. Let's get ready to end this tea party, my friends. Just for now. Just for now. But I do appreciate everyone joining. And I hope you had a good time. And I hope you continue to check out my stuff on Twitter, on Instagram. Like I said, a lot more content going to be coming out. So keep your eyes open. That's right. Keep them open. And really... I got a lot of stuff that's going to come out over the next few pods. Got a lot of, we can get into a lot more discussion on movies. I always love just discussing movies. And, I, and really, now that we're getting into, you know, this is what, 7th, 8th episode, new season. We're going to get into having some guests on. I got my brother Tyson, Mr. Taco Cat himself. He's going to be coming on at some point, maybe within the next couple of weeks. We might do some Star Wars chatter. But anyway. We're going to get some different voices on here so that it's not just always me, right? So you can hear some other discussion from some other voices. You know what I mean? Know what I mean? That's the plan. Tis the plan anyway. And I got some good stuff coming next week. DC versus Marvel kind of stuff. Comics. Movies. Man, do love me some DC comics. But the Marvel movies blow it out the water, baby. Whoo! But I want to get into some of my favorite stuff from each side. Because I, I really they both have the positive and the negative. So there you go. There you go. A little preview for some of the shit we're going to be talking about next week. But for now. But for now. 
let's go ahead and be feet. You know me. You know me. I'm I'm ready for some food and some sleep. Little nappy, little nappy poo after some food, some couch time. That's right. Then we get ready for some battle bots, battle bots, and a weekend full of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So fun, so fun, and some Discovery Plus because you can never go wrong with the space stuff, right? Right. And if you haven't checked out any of the Mars Perseverance Rover. Get your ass online and check that stuff out. I'll find it on Twitter. I'll retweet it. So just go look at my shit. There you go. There you go. All right. All right. We're done. That's enough. That's enough. (sighs) Okay. Let's get out of here. As always, as always, much love to you all. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay mad. Because all the best of us are. Until next time. Ta-ta for now. Laters! Peace out, peace out, peace out. Peace out. Bye-bye.